friends. My name is Rachel Perry Brunel, and I'm here to talk to you today about one of my very favorite subjects of all time. I'm almost 30 years old, and people often look at me like, really? Are, are you sure? Today's topic, Walt Disney World, friends. We are going to Disney World. There's a song I sing every single time we go to Disney World. I think it started about five years. Bobby, you know what song I'm singing? Disney World, we're gonna have so much fun in Disney World, where all your dreams come true in, and the song goes on, where basically you just list things you like about Disney World, and then you finish them with Disney World, and today, friends, we're gonna talk about Disney World. So, after high popular demand and an Instagram vote, I have on this podcast with me the one, the only, my husband, your friend and mine, Mr. Robert Tommen Brunel, better known as Bobs. Glad to be here. Glad to have you, Bobs. I'm going to tell everyone about the very first time that you took me to Disney World and that really kind of soul-crushing promise you made me. Do you remember, my friend? I remember and regret it. Yes. So we're 18. Well, actually, it was my 19th birthday. Me and Bobby had been dating since March. My birthday's in July. And that was the year. It was, what year is it? 2009. It was 2009. 2009, Disney World did this thing where you could get in free on your birthday, but you had to go on your actual birthday. So Bobby was like, I'm going to take you to Disney World on your birthday. And so... And we would split the cost of one ticket. Yeah, so we split the cost of his ticket. So we went to Disney World on my birthday. If you look back at the pictures, I have black hair. Also, friends, side note, if I dye my hair black or a dark shade of brown, please ask me what's going on in my life because it is a cry for help. I digress. We go to Disney World. Bobby hadn't been but like one or two times when he was a baby. And I'm like preparing him to go. And his, his mom is, is kind of excited for him. But she's also like, who is this girl you're taking to Disney World? You've been dating her for three or four months. And I'm going to have to pay for it. Shout out at Mary Brunel. Thank you for sponsoring the early half of our relationship. Bobs, what did you think back then? We did a one day park hopper and planned to do all three parks. All four parks. All four parks. In one day. And I think on that day, we did 32 rides. That was back when you could get um, literal paper fast passes. And I, it was like an 18 or 19 hour marathon. Were you exhausted? Yeah, and we drove home that night. Oh, because we were so poor we couldn't afford a hotel room. People ask me all the time, why do you like it? You're almost 30. There is something about the nostalgia of it from my youth and going all the time growing up. Like, I'm a fast pass runner. I'm a park runner, as some would call it, because my dad's a park runner. Because my dad would always get our fast passes, and I thrive on it. I thrive at getting at the park early. I thrive at seeing the parade of the Magic Kingdom before it opens and all the characters wave at you. I don't know. There's something comforting in the fact that it's knowing that regardless of whatever's going on in my life, it's going to be there year after year after year and not much is going to change. And if it changes, it changes for the better. It is a lot of fun to look back and see like how I've grown going in front of the castle. But can you imagine if you dated anyone else after me and they were like, hey, we're going to go to Disney World. You're going to be like, no, you've literally ruined it for me, Rachel at the time, Perry. Anyway, so back to the nostalgia of the whole thing. So a couple of nights ago on Hulu, they were advertising Full House. Not like Fuller House, but like OG, regular, 1990s, John Stamos, Full House. And I looked at Bobby, almost like really terrified that he was going to tell me no. 
I said, can we please watch this one episode? All, um, all I'm asking. It was a two-parter episode. I forgot it was a two-parter episode. It was the Disney World Full House episode where Danny gets engaged at the end. And Bobby, how was that episode for you? It was an episode of Full House. Oh, but it was so much more than that. They went to Epcot. They went to the Grand Floridian where me and you would later stay when we got engaged. Danny, I forgot. Danny got engaged in front of the castle during the fireworks at the Magic Kingdom. Her dad looks like Bob Saget growing up. Identical. Like people would stop him in the airport because they thought he was Bob Saget like in the late 90s. Looking now, he is aged to be identical to Bob Saget. Anyways, I digress. I loved it so much. Bobby looks over at me and I'm bawling, like not just a tear. Like I am sobbing because I forgot how much I loved it. I'm a nut job. What's, um, what would you say your favorite park is? Epcot now. But I mean, you can't go wrong with Magic Kingdom. You just can't. I mean, but if it's food and wine, or if it's flower and garden festival, I've caught all day long. Um, parks I could live without. Animal Kingdom is a good morning park. It's been quoted as a half-day park. Hollywood Studios, it, it just, it's like needing a really bad facelift. It's getting a fa- it's getting it Star is. Wars Land and Toy Toy Story Land. Yes. Like, that's the facelift. It's not going to be Hollywood Studios. It's I basically going to be Star Wars, Toy Story. But... It's not MGM, RIP MGM, good times, but they are moving forward and I'm very happy for them and that's good. Bobby, should we tell them about when we got engaged? I think everyone's heard the story no, though. we have to continue on with the very first time. So, um, oh. <laughs> so we didn't mention the promise yet. We're leaving the park. Fireworks have gone off. We have a three hour car ride back. It is 11 o'clock at night. So we weren't going to get back to school until 2 a.m. It was almost midnight. It's almost midnight. Cinderella so lost her shoe. It's closer to 3 a.m. that we were going to get back at home. And she was crying. She looked like that sad puppy that, like, you can't adopt. Like, it's like uh, a McLaughlin commercial in the arms of the angel. She looks like that sad puppy at the cage. And I made a promise that said, as long as we are together, I will take you to Disney every year. Now, we didn't specify if that was, like... Every 365 days, or if that was like, I'll take you in 2018, I'll take you in 2019. And that's the conflict we're in right now because it's been over 365 days. However, she did go in 2017. She just hasn't gone in 2018 yet. As we are speaking, the date is October 2nd. The last time we were in Disney World was September 2nd, 2017. So it has been a year and a month. I've been posting some pretty passive-aggressive, more aggressive Instagram stories about my sadness of not being there. I'm trusting he has a plan up his sleeve, but also I've been eyeing down some some Delta Sky Miles points of how we can get from Atlanta to Shanghai for only 50000 and I really want to go to the Shanghai Park. <sighs> Me and Bobby have been to Disney World a lot of times, like so many times. I'm, I literally don't know how many times I've been. People ask me that all the time. I don't know. It's I've lost track. It's well over 30. Anyways, so we're in Paris for the first time. And I have my days kind of pretty planned out. We've got a lot of things done a lot earlier than expected. 
But also this trip was kind of unexpected due to like a career change and basically went to Paris with two weeks notice. So it was planned, but not as planned as it could have be. So Bobby looks at me. We're, this is probably the most romantic moment of, of my life, minus our engagement. So Bobby looks at me and we're under the Eiffel Tower and the it had just stopped twinkling. And he looks at me and he says, do you want to go to Disneyland Paris tomorrow? And with... A more enthusiastic yes than I gave him than when he asked me to marry him. I was overjoyed. Like, I could not contain my excitement. Just couldn't contain my excitement. So I immediately start Googling things. I'm trying to plan it. Because this is literally, I've had nightmares about this before, where we've bought Disney tickets and I've woken up late and we've missed, like, two or three hours of the day. Like, that, for real, is one of my biggest fears, is that we miss part of Disney Day. Anyways. So we get on the train, we ride to uh, Disneyland Paris, and I buy these tickets online. The gates have opened. We go for them to scan our tickets. Your girl goofed. She done goofed. Tickets didn't work. So it turns out over in Europe, they, or at least in Paris, they had this rule for these like cheap tickets. You couldn't buy them the day of for some reason. They had to like be 24 hours in advance. So our tickets we bought didn't work. So I go to guest services, which took literally an hour. So I'm watching all of these people go through the gates of Disneyland Paris for an hour. And I'm like, get me through. And I try to get a refund. And they're like, nah, you're going to have to email these people. Mm, they don't care because they're Parisian. Anyways, so I was like, whatever. You think I'm not going to buy another set of tickets to get into this park for a couple of hours? Absolutely. So we shelled out some more money, which we were not expecting to spend. But y'all, it was glorious. It was rainy, it was gray, it was cold outside, but in my eyes, it was stunning. Kingdom of Heaven, Bob. So some of the key differences between Disneyland Paris and Disney World and probably Disneyland, uh, one of the big things I noticed was all of the smoking. There was no smoking section. You could almost even smoke cigarettes on the ride. You could. Like, literally, they're smoking everywhere. And we joke about Paris, like, being a very, like, literally babies are smoking cigarettes but people are for real in line for space mountain toking it up and i'm like okay let's this is aggressive let's calm down also in paris you could buy beer in the magic kingdom but you had to buy food with it it kind of felt like a sorority rule anyways that was a good time what was really kind of weird to me is that the parade people they're speaking french in the songs uh they're speaking french they were speaking in one and singing in another and it really threw me off yeah so like the dialogue that they would do before and after the songs was all in French, but then they would sing the songs in English. Yeah, it was it was a bit much for Rochelle. Anyway, so that's my Disneyland Paris experience. It was great. Um, a lot smaller. I would not fly there just for that park, but it was a once-in-a-lifetime thing, and I'm very thankful. Now, a word from our sponsors. Tom and Films Production. Because... My husband needs to make money to support my Disney lifestyle. Thanks for your support, friends. One of my favorite Disney World stories and memories is I have this sweatshirt that my mom has had literally my entire life. It's this white, it says Mickey all over it with this like vintage, I say vintage, it's like late 80s Mickey Mouse on it and I've always just loved this sweatshirt. Well, a couple of years back, um, my friend Ryan was over and I was determined. I was like, I'm just going to go steal this sweatshirt. So I did. My mom found out. 
She ended up letting me have it. She didn't want me to have it. Why this sweatshirt? Why this one Mickey sweatshirt? So it's like I said, it's super cool and vintage. But the cool thing about this sweatshirt is that my mom and dad went to Disney World for their anniversary one year. They'd been married um, one or two, maybe three years. I don't know. And they didn't know it, but my mom was feeling really sick. She couldn't put her finger on it. She thought she had the flu. Um, and then she found out a few weeks later that she was actually pregnant with me. So my very first trip to Disney World was in the womb. And quite frankly, friends, I think that's why I am so obsessed. Something else that I love about Walt Disney that I actually found out recently is that Disney has two daughters. One of them is his biological daughter, and his second daughter is actually adopted. The entire reason he built Walt Disney World and, well, really built Disneyland is because he found that there was no good place to take his children on a Saturdays where he could enjoy them and he could have fun with them. So literally, he built Disneyland in order to be with his adopted and biological kids, and I think that is so cool. If you know anything about me and Bobby, you know, we have a really big heart for adoption, and I love that so much. I definitely cried when I found that out. Hashtag thank you Netflix documentaries. I have one other sweatshirt that I love. It's huge. It's oversized. I'm pretty sure it's from the early 70s. It's this red stitched sweater, and it is my nanny's. My nanny is my dad's mother. My dad is adopted, and I love my nanny so much. Anyways, when she passed a few years ago... I didn't want a lot of things from her house, but there was a couple of key things in that Mickey Mouse sweatshirt. Something about Mickey Mouse sweatshirts feels very nostalgic to me, and it's how I remember the maternal figures in my family. All right, we're going to do a segment I like to call Peak and Pit. So, Peak, the greatest thing about something. Pit, the not greatest thing about something. Peak of Disney World. I mean, personally for me, um... Anytime it's Flower and Garden Festival, the ambiance, the nostalgia, the food, y'all. There is a very large Mickey waffle that you can buy in the back of the Magic Kingdom, and they put Nutella and fruit on it with powdered sugar. One time, literally this time last year, we almost missed the fireworks because Annabelle Barber, shout out Annabelle Barber, was... Henry, sorry. You know when your friends get married and you forget to add their new last name? And I digress. Anyways, so we almost missed the fireworks because Annabelle was getting a giant waffle with Nutella and fruit. There is some pretty good cuisine there. Um, also, feeling like a princess. No one asking my age. No one asking what I do for a living. No one asking, you know, all that BS at Disney World. They're just happy to see you. Like, hello, princess. Great to see you. And I'm like, thank you. It is great to see me. Great to see you, too. Um, going to the back of Cinderella's castle. Y'all, this is my secret. Every child I see that tells me that they're going to Disney World, I tell them this. Go to Cinderella's castle. Go to the back. There is a store. Ask them for pixie dust. And the little ladies in their cute little colonial outfits take a little shaker of fairy dust with a star at the end. And they make you close your eyes and they say, all it takes is faith, trust, and pixie dust. I love it. But I'm like, what do you have faith in? God? That's another topic. We'll talk about that later. But really, it's so good. Peak now pit. All right, Bob, so let's talk about pits of Disney World. I feel like you have more to say on this topic than me, obviously. I do. Give me your first pit. <laughs> if you go in the summers, there are groups of people that come in from different international areas, and they chant. They all wear the same clothes. They have flags from the leaders. They're walking around. 
They are the worst. They are the worst. If you get behind them in a line, they take up the entire line. Like, it's going to take the ride an hour long. I do like their chants, though. Like, I like when they're all in line together and they're singing, ole, 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 ole. And I like their brightly colored t-shirts. And I like to look at the teenagers and they're just, like, so awkward. But some of them are so beautiful. I'm like, you should be a model. And then some of them, I'm like, sweetie, highlights. They're not working for you. That's very interesting to me. Bobby, what else is your pit for Disney World? I don't like their new fast pass system. I like it and I don't like it. I don't like it because you're only limited to certain amounts. You can't like run and get a fast pass. And as soon as you're done, run and get another fast pass. You have to do it all digitally now or on your phone or go to the find the fast pass people and do it. So we can go get a fast pass for Soren, but then you have to go wait in line at Tron and Tron's like two hours long. Yeah, it's like literally a strategy game planning your day now, like for real. Thank God that we know what we're doing. So when we have kids, they will have the premium experience. But I feel sad for people who don't know what they're doing. Annabelle's um, husband, Wade, shout out Wade, our insurance man. Love you. Kisses. Mean it. Wade always jokes that when they have kids um, and we drive through Valdosta, they're just going to hand us a, a stack of cash and they're going to throw their kids in the trunk of our car and be like, have fun with Aunt Rachel. Bye. Because Wade just doesn't do theme parks, which is fine. I'm happy to take all of your children to Disney World for a small fee. All right, so I think everyone kind of wants to hear the story of how we got engaged. Most of you may know this. If you know us personally, we got engaged at Disney World. Is this shocking to you? No. Should it be? No. Should have everyone have expected it? Absolutely. Because they've been pretty loud about it for a long time. And I, I, I think I literally told you, Disney or bust. Yeah, I'm really good and not selfish at all. I'm growing, friends. I'm growing. Anyways, so this is how we got engaged. We were celebrating five years of dating, and we're going to Disney World. Shocking. Um, this is back when we had annual passes because I lived in Orlando for three months when I worked um, at a property doing a lease-up, which was a ton of fun. We went and we splurged, y'all. Bob splurged. We stayed at, where did we stay at? Port Orleans. Stayed we stayed Orleans. at Port Orleans Resort, which is a lot of fun. And actually, New Orleans is kind of a special city to us, so that was sweet. So we stayed at Port Orleans, and we had a lot of fun. We went to the parks, and the next day we woke up, and Bob says, we're changing hotels. And I looked at him, and I was like, oh, really? Where are we changing hotels to? And I, like, I put it all together at this point, and I knew where we were going. And so we drive up to the Grand Floridian, and y'all, my full house nostalgic heart was so pleased. So we go to the Grand Floridian. We walk in the front doors. We go check in. And this man is like, you're celebrating your anniversary, right? And I'm like, yeah. And he says, great news. We've upgraded you. They upgraded us to this suite that had heat lamps in the bathroom. Y'all, it's Orlando, Florida. It's 80 degrees when the sun is down. And I loved it. I'm always cold. I loved it. Anyways, but just the upgrade was like $650. I was feeling incredibly bougie. We were 24 years old. I think the most money I'd spent up until that point in town time was like $1,000 on a bed. So we get upgraded to this suite in the Grand Floridian. I'm so pumped. I know this is coming. Me and my best friend, Sarah Powers, Gil Martin, shout out SAPG. Went and we got me a dress um, beforehand because I just wanted to be prepared. So Bobby told me to get dressed up that night because we were going somewhere fancy. And I was like, this is it. It's happening. I was so excited. And so... 
I got dressed up and you were already out in the lobby. I walk out of the hotel room and there's a full swing band playing on the level of our hotel room, like a couple stories up. And I love it so much. And I walk out and I can see this is as clear as day. And Bobby's standing there in a suit and I'm in a dress and the band is playing the way you look tonight. And he hands me a rose. I gave the band a dollar. Anyways, that was very sweet. They were awesome. And I'm like, this is about to happen right now. Right now it's about to happen. It does not happen. So then he takes me to the monorail. So we go get on the monorail and we go. Where do we go, Bob? We go to the monorail to Magic Kingdom. And I'm like, what am I doing here in heels and a dress at the Magic Kingdom? And I mean, people are literally looking at us. Like, looking back, I would have looked at us weird too. We went to go check in to Cinderella's Table. It's a restaurant inside Magic Kingdom. So we go to check in, and they told us that our table wasn't ready. Bobby, being a ball of nerves that he was, was pissed. And he was like, all right, well, let's just go play Buzz Lightyear. So we go play Buzz Lightyear, and basically it's like a shoot-em-up ride game where you get points and you shoot at things. I didn't really care. Bobby's super competitive. We rode the ride in a full suit and a dress, and it just made me laugh. Looking back, I really wish we bought that picture. So we go play Buzz Lightyear. We come back to Cinderella's Royal Table. They put us at this sweet little table and chairs where you can look out the window and watch the fireworks. And it was so I remember nothing about that dinner except for Bobby looking. He was going to vomit the whole time. I was going to. There was like a really loud girl beside us that was celebrating her birthday. Um, I had to go to the bathroom before it happened because I felt like I was going to throw up. But I also could see it coming from a mile away. And the waiter came out with a silver platter. And he opened it up. And it's, what is it, Bob? It was a glass slipper. It was a glass slipper. And etched on it said, will you marry me? March 12th, 2014, and there was, like, a dessert, and it was so sweet, and y'all, all of the princesses were standing around cheering for me. It was really one of the best moments of my life. Like, literally afterwards, Ariel came up and stood around with me. It was like, oh, princess, let's see your ring, and I was like, hey, girl, let's take some pictures and send it to my mom. It was so good. Anyways, so we got engaged. Bobby looked like he had life back in his face afterwards. And, I mean, I could talk about this forever. I actually teach this kind of part in my leasing class that I talk about. I talk about customer service. It's this concept called surprise and delight. And how Disney just really takes care of their customers afterwards. And all the really crazy things that they did for us after we got engaged. Like the surprises in the hotel room. They gave me these free Mickey ears that had a veil on them. Disney gave us a monorail to ourselves so we could call our family on the way home. Like they just really do things great. So now a word from our sponsors. This podcast is sponsored by Bread and Buttered Wines. Not because they're actually giving us money for this podcast, but just because we really like it a lot. Bread and Butter Wines. Have you wined yet? One other favorite memory from Disney World. So this is the very first time. My brother and his now wife, they'd probably been together about a year at this point. And so as a family, we all decided we're going to take Courtney to Disney World because she hasn't been in a while. <laughs> we go to Animal Kingdom at the beginning of the day, as one does, as it is a true half-day park. And so the very first ride, one of the first rides, we did the safari ride. So my dad tells Courtney before we get on the ride that the animals are not real and that they're animatronic. And I look at him like... What? And then I realized this is hilarious. And so we get on the ride. 
And there are like literally giraffes walking across the street. And and just little animals start creeping up as we kind of get through the ride. And Courtney looks at one of the animals and she looks at us with the biggest shock on her face. Like, y'all, these are real. Like, can you believe how lifelike these animals look? And we're like, I know, this is insane. Meanwhile, a rhino stopped in the middle of the road and caused traffic. Like, that doesn't happen. And so, finally, she looked at us and she's like, y'all are, y'all are, y'all are kidding. And we cannot stop laughing. Like, I, I, that's like five years ago. And I still laugh so hard about that. Another thing that we did, the Courtney. Poor girl, she got initiated so early on. So we went after that to the dinosaur ride in Animal Kingdom. And we put Courtney on the very end where we knew the really big T-Rex at the end of the ride was going to like jump out at her from out of the jungle. So I so wish I bought this picture. Courtney's face when she saw the T-Rex at the end, like we're all like, like we knew it's coming. We've ridden this thing many times before. And her face, I mean, Tears, tears, pure shock. This is real life. The, I mean, she was what, 23 at the time. It was so freaking funny. I would pay so much money to have that picture framed in my bedroom right now. Oh, it was so good. Courtney, we love you. We're sorry we teased you early on, but it was really funny. Another really funny part of that trip is when this is like 2012. No. It was like 2014, 15, one of those years. Anyways, Elsa was real big at the time. And me and Courtney love Frozen. So we left the whole rest of the group when Elsa came back by on her parade float. And we chased her all the way down Main Street. And we just kept waving to her. Hey, girl. Hey, let it go. It was a lot of fun. And Courtney tried on the child-sized Elsa dress, and it fit. Oh, my gosh. It was so fun. We've had a lot of really fun memories. I think one, a couple of my favorite times um, was when I was going through a really hard season when I was living in Orlando, and I was suffering from really, really bad anxiety. Like, it got to the point where I wasn't sleeping at night. I wasn't feeling good. My best friends, Annabelle, Sarah, and Allison, came down, and we all went to Disney World because I had passes, and it was just a lot of fun. But it's just one of those places where no matter what's going on in your life, you don't have to think about it. It's, it can be really healing and really numbing and just a really fun place to be. You know it's never going to change regardless of what happens in your life. But we've just had a lot of special memories there. And I know people give me crap about it, but I really don't care. One of these days, we're going to be Disney Vacation Club members. Shout out to all my friends who are on my Disney train with me. Jesse Meeks, I see you. Allison Moeller. You've taken me to Disney World quite a few times. Love you. Mean it. Allison took me on my 20th birthday, and that was the first time I ate at Cinderella's Royal Table. Little did I know the next time I'd be getting engaged. We've had a lot of fun memories there, and I will grow up taking my kids there all the time. It's a really fun place. It's a really fun kingdom. Um, but ultimately, I can't wait to see the true Magic Kingdom once we pass this life and on to the next. I can't imagine what that one's going to be like. If I'm wowed by this one, imagine what my Disney World in Heaven is going to be like. I mean, I think there's going to be like a whole pickle stand for me that's free. Definitely Mickey-shaped Mickey ice creams. And definitely free mouse ears for everyone. 
YOLO. Mine will save Rochelle Brunel for life. Friends, we had a great time with you today on So I Was Listening to This Podcast. Share this with your friends. We want to hear interesting things from interesting people. So if you want to be on my podcast, shoot me an Instagram message. I want to have you on my podcast. Next time on So I Was Listening to This Podcast, we are going to talk to two of my very good friends, DJ and Morgan Hooks. DJ works for East Bay Sports, and so the two of them have a pretty strong shoe game. We're going to talk about what would Jesus wear if he was wearing shoes. Jordans? Vans? so many options. It's going to be good. You might have figured out if you've seen my Instagram that by the time you've heard this podcast, Bobby Brunel did take me to Disney World. And we're releasing this podcast really late. Reason being is we had big plans to release a lot of podcasts in the fall and in the winter. But there's a couple of series of events that happened in our lives in November and December that we're going to tell you about soon. But Ooh, it's a doozy. But basically, what happened? Life. So thanks for listening. Sorry the podcast is delayed, and I promise we'll be bringing you more on a regular weekly basis starting now. Have a magical day.